0: got it
1: what up baby hey
0: give me a lot of time today bro
1: i'm giving you a lot of time today i like it yeah man then you figure this the fuck out
0: Welcome back, everybody. The most awesome and Brandana Sports Podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 202 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor, please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandan. And with me, as always, no problem getting the blood flow in his toes. Most awesome.
1: Oh, yeah, baby.
0: No, I'm saying, bro.
1: I get, I get, I get, the, I get the blood flowing. You knew when you did this, this is what you're setting me up for, right? Yes. Yes.
0: 100%. Yeah. Okay, yeah I it. It. Perfect. I, okay. I almost kept it a little bit more, um, less discreet, a little bit more on the nose. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I can throw a layer above this, and the audience is kind of fill in the blanks where they need to.
1: Yeah, yeah they're, they're like, ooh, they did ooh. the Leo DiCaprio pointing. Out. They're like, we know where M.A.'s going with this.
0: Ooh. Yeah, this next joke's it. coming up. Feel it. How you doing, bro? What's up, man?
1: good man spent uh the last two days at home uh child care fell through a little sickness i don't think omicron we're not sure but it's all right but i got to spend some time with the weest ones it's really funny because commis junior is squarely in did you go through like a monster truck phase when you're a kid b
0: yeah my brother more my brother's side but yeah like me too that, uh, yeah through like your brother was going through it
1: Yes, my brother yeah. went through, a, my brother had a you commission, yeah, we, we Dawes had a, we got a thing where we would, if we had a, like a really good report card, we could choose like an outing or go to dinner or something like that. Mm-hmm. He chose a monster truck rally, which yeah. threw us all for a loop.
0: Yeah, we did not really expect did that us. Big Bigfoot fan, had all the little trucks. Uh, one year, I think you got like, you had the little aluminum foil cars you could make and little press machine and you would jump the ramps to do it. But I remember he was, he was a Bigfoot fan. Like that was, I mean, he went chalk, like he was Hulk Hogan, Hulk Hogan, like Bigfoot. Yeah. yeah yeah, yeah. Like in the every, hits. just kind of like all the verticals, like always the, the yeah, he'd yeah, be yeah, like a Patriots yeah. fan if he was born in like 2004. <laughs> uh, yeah. So I was, um, I was Gravedigger and The Undertaker. So Gravedigger was in Monster Trucks. It was the, it was the one that had kind of like, it kind of looked like a Hearst. Yes. On those, on the big wheels. So they did that, and Undertaker obviously. I don't know why I keep tying this back to WWF, and always kind of. It felt like those things crossed over.
1: That makes sense. Well, you've got you know you've got the you. Know, uh, although there was no Paul Bearer equivalent to Gravedigger, I don't know what is what his driver dressed up as, but that would have been pretty sweet if he came out high pitched in there.
0: Uh, <laughs> yeah, totally. Like it's, it's kind of weird too because I don't know if you remember. I don't think you knew the drivers, right? Like it would be, and they're probably not the same. I wonder if it's the same trucks, like in Topeka, Kansas, at the Expo Center was I seeing like the same trucks you were seeing throw down like uh it, like
1: Yeah, I don't Grave remember who I don't remember who my brother saw, but Gravedigger's still alive and kicking. We have Megalodon, which is basically like they've got pretty wild. The oh, Megalodon that's is fried. like a
0: sharp- like legit like transformers that would like blow fu- fire. And yes. Shit.
1: And I do I think you're spot on cuz I was thinking about this earlier that there is like a parallel to WWF WWE now and monster trucks. Like I I feel like there's a little bit more drama in WWE, but yeah. every, every monster truck, cause we were watching highlights on YouTube. Every monster truck is like 11 time champion. Max yeah, we'll put,
0: D. we'll <laughs> put it like this. There's no like monster truck fan that you're like, do you like wrestling? Or Like, Oh God, no, I'd never watch that. Like you just For saying, sure that Venn diagrams a healthy overlap yeah this is exactly all those two pancakes stacked on top of each other
1: exactly there's a lot of pizza hut overlay or little caesars <laughs> overlay with that in there a lot of mountain dew code red Oh, thousand
0: thousand percent thousand percent
1: yeah but so he's super into it it's funny we played a long time everything is monster jam they've done a brilliant job of marketing it so our two favorites megalodon and max d and uh and commish jr got a little like a uh, race car with uh Megalodon, and that thing cooks. That thing hums. It'll take your shin out, be
0: for the, sure. Like, oh, okay. The just on the, the wheel. He, he had. You said he had like uh like the power wheels thing, but he's not into that yet. It was a little too too soon for the power wheel. Or yeah, yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: He's still a little shaky on the power wheels. Sure, sure. Yeah, but yeah. but the little the robot car, the little race car, you know, remote no control car. Oh yeah, we're out in the street just letting that thing hum, letting that thing sizzle.
0: <laughs> just okay. open it up on the highway, guys. Speaking of opening up on the highway, that's what we're gonna do with this episode two oh two. Let the throttle down, you know all those car things. Watch out. Uh, we do a rip from the headlines, guys. We're gonna do this super wild card weekend recap. We've got a guest coming on the pod. We got Pam we're gonna come on and talk a little. Pam. Pam. Eat. Neapolitan uh, Neapolitan showdown. We're doing top three mind blown moments from childhood. I'm going to jump in there. Oh, bro. And do you have this? I forgot to say, but uh, we're going to do the Brandon and Camley corner. We're going to do the over-unders. You got that here? Yeah.
1: Just pulling it up, my friend.
0: Nice, bro. We're going to get that. Then we're going to finish, as we always do, with our MVP of the week. Ladies and gentlemen, you're our power. It starts now. (laughs) Extra, extra. Read
2: all about it. I'm talking front page over the world it shook up men women
0: boys and girls the headlines there if you want to be rich then you better make sure that you got your shim-a. come on all right uh rip from the headlines super wild card weekend why we talk about that this week brother because
1: we're into it we finally the 18 week season is completed and now brandana we watched a little wild card playoff football did we learn anything
0: i don't know Oh yeah, I mean, they just close to learning. First of all, let's do this right now. We don't got to throw the super on there. Let's just, not everything has to be turbocharged amazing. It was Wild Card Weekend, and now it's like super Wild Card Weekend. It's just, it's just Wild Card Weekend. Stop with the supers. Stop with, like, throwing, like, the amazing, zany, like, yes. wonderful world of Wild Card Weekend. Like, just Wild Card Weekend.
1: You don't tell me your adjectives. I tell you I your mean, adjectives.
0: Yeah, don't force it on me. Maybe it's <clears the throat> super. Maybe I have a blast. Maybe I'm tired of seeing these shit seven seeds face two seeds. You don't know. <laughs> right,
1: right. It might not always be spectacular.
0: It wasn't. So not a lot of shocking things. So let's just clip through and We can kind of start to look ahead. But I, I want to pick one little fun fact out of each game. So look at Eagles-Bucks. Like Tom Brady goes in there take care of business as we assume he would. Like uh, still not all the weapons back, but an Eagles team that defense, not super impressive. Offense, no more impressive. Is there enough from Jalen Hurts to have for him to have the starting job next year?
1: Oh Man, we uh, we're big we're big Hurts fans here on this podcast. Uh, I it really did feel like he I don't know it I don't want to say I don't want to give up totally on him. He was the first year starting quarterback in the playoffs, but we yeah. did look a little limited. We did look a little
0: deer in headlightsy, and not uh, I mean not as bad as Kyler Murray. No, not as bad as Kyler Murray at all. And we'll definitely talk about that. I wonder, like, it's probably a little too much. You need to have your decision made up on your quarterback, especially your young quarterback before you're sending him into like a road playoff game, first game against the defending Super Bowl champs. Like that can't that can't be your decision decision maker.
1: For sure. It's it's too many variables. Plus, I mean Jalen Rieger played like shit, the, the wide receiver for the Eagles, who muffed a couple punts and was all over. I mean, specialty. I mean, they did not help themselves out at, at, at all. And then you've got a really young, like offensive core and, you know, got her, dropped a couple bad or, you know, easy passes, the tight end that they, you know, they traded Ertz away to Arizona. Yep. You know, Devontae Smith is in his first year. It's a little hard to judge, but it did make me feel a little bit like is this the ceiling for jalen hurts right here i mean are we seeing potentially like a above average starting quarterback but is he going to like step up in those games and like be able to take over a playoff game
0: yeah because this is second year right
1: second year yeah
0: yeah he finished like he got got to play the end of last year little flashes of excitement yep um overlooked i mean if you're just like checking out the uh eagles from the macro macro baby just looking at it from there, then you're just like, Oh, yeah, you may they rattled off like you know, seven wins, seven or eight wins, or whatever at the end of the year. But uh, uh, none against uh, teams that made the playoffs. I don't think uh, none with teams with winning records that finished the season with winning records, right? I think, I think they
1: right. might be right. I think you're right,
0: or at least didn't have it there. So yeah, um, it's just received this, this Buccaneers team. Let's real fast before we move on. We'll talk about them with next week's matchup. We won't worry about that. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, Raiders at Bengals. Um, Ugh. What the fuck was up with this officiating crew. Yeah. I think it's so corny to like complain about officiating. Did I have money on the uh, Vegas Raiders? I mean, possibly.
1: Full disclosure.
0: Like, did that inadvertent whistle like really get underneath my skin? It did. But if there's a lot, if there's one rule you can remember when you're wearing the stripes out there on the field, is that the whistle stops play. And that's not yes. play that.
1: Yeah. It, it's fucked up. I mean, uh, to sit there and the thing that I think is, most disheartening about the NFL refs is, is their like inability to be like, Oh yeah, we kind of fucked that one up. I and mean, there's like, there's no ability to be like, we missed it on the field. We called her early. We didn't want to take a touchdown off the board because we didn't think it impacted yeah. the play. Even saying, you know, like
0: There's zebra wall of silence where they yes, just, well, like, no,
1: they, they said it, we didn't, it didn't, it came after the, like the play with like the thing was did. caught and it's fucking, it didn't. Now, now you're making us go like, well, are you are you fucking just are you liars? Do you have no integrity at all? The position that should have the most integrity, the one that's trying to you know, you know, balance both sides of the equation, you don't fucking you don't. When it comes down to it, you don't tell the truth.
0: I can't trust you now, NFL refs. Yeah, especially that's not where you want to be in that position. I mean, there's this. It forced their hands in a couple of teams. Uh, a couple of times, it just kind of seemed like they were so incompetent that we did get some uh new york just calling shit in before it even gave them time to like huddle up for seven minutes which i like let's do more of that like let's yeah. just give let's say you know like there's just the on high the you know the um whatever like ex machina like just the the fucking god machine that can come in and just like in the, and i don't care if it's in the middle of like a commercial break and you're like going over the hood they can just call in and be like hey here's what the actual fucking thing is and that that
1: that that and yeah. you know what I think I think I thought we tried to fix officiating a couple pods ago um yeah. can, can po- uh, play off refs? can we just sit there and like listen if it's a 50
0: 50- what's up and listen to episode 201 two- yeah that listen uh, yeah oh yeah no,
1: that that and that 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 and on a 50-50 call just fucking swallow the the fucking you know what I mean? It's the flag. You got to. You got Just why? We don't need to see you on every other fucking possession. We don't need to see you. No. Yeah. I got to do something
0: on those kick returns. Gotta, gotta do something on those PIs. There,
1: there was just such, like, like you said, like it did, does it? Does it. I mean, we saw it in the Dallas game, we saw a couple. It's like, man, these are crucial downs that you're calling the flag. Like, let these guys fucking figure it out.
0: You know what I mean? Absolutely. I'm um, all right. Patriots at Bills yikes um dude if i give you right now let's not get carried away for the rest of this postseason i give you um i guess it's gonna be on the road but i'll do it for the rest of this postseason i give you your pick of quarterbacks you take pack my josh allen or is there somebody else
1: do i take one of those two
0: or yeah oh i give you the field you can take the field also oh i'm probably taking those two yeah. Right. I mean, yeah. I mean, would you, do you take Josh Allen over Patrick Mahomes right now? Is this crazy?
1: Boy, they looked really fucking good. Yes, it is crazy, but it's, it's a lot closer than I think most people would like to admit. You know what I mean? I, you you got to give, you got to give the chip the little slight edge of winning it and what, and what I saw Pat Mahomes do just scrambling us for, for his life, keep it a minute uh, last Super Bowl. I think that's pretty amazing what we saw from him. But fucking Josh Allen is rounding third on those types of abilities.
0: Here's – so we'll get into it right now. So Bills at Chiefs. Chiefs favored by two and a half. Used to be a field goal that you'll get for the favorite. Yep. People would debate right now that home field advantage not quite as much as it used to be. So you can argue it's down to two and a half. So I think Vega's still saying on a neutral field that this game's coin flip, which makes sense to me. Yep. Here's what you need to see. Like, I think – the Chiefs have to play to their ceiling to win this game. I don't think the Bills have to. I think the Bills like if the two teams got a staring contest and wait for another one of the teams to fuck up, like I think the Chiefs fuck up before the Bills fuck up. So that's yes. why my slight edges to Bills.
1: I I'm I there's no no you'll see no disagreement on this side. And I think like there's gonna be a few more errors defensively from the Chiefs than there will be the Bills. And I think that there might be a laissez-faire play out of the Chiefs offensively, and yeah. that that's it. That's a, that's all you need in in those types of games.
0: Yeah, it'll be it'll be wild. Okay, let's talk about the Cardinals a little bit, and we'll talk about uh, last thing we we'll to talk about.
1: Brutal. I didn't even so, watch the second half, quite
0: honestly. Yeah, I don't know how you could. Like, I mean, it was it was a lot more the same. And that that INT. I mean, that INT thrown in the end zone. That safety. You gotta know it's what is what is it this my Murray's third year is that right? Yeah. Okay. Yes. Like when he when he slaps the ball, like obviously you don't have that much time. I'm really not. I don't want to hit on all the other low lights that everyone else is talking about. Like I just is it? I want your opinion. Is it too early to blow this up or think you need to change? Like is this crap and and Kyler Murray is this their ceiling? Like get into the postseason?
1: No, I don't. I don't want to say you, you'd blow it up early, but. This is a huge dev- the, the next season is a huge, like the first few games of next season are, are we'll be telling. Did, did we just see Kyler Murray's t- confidence get totally destroyed by this playoff? Like we've seen games totally derail dudes' careers, right? We've seen it, especially in big moments in playoffs. We saw it with Nick Anderson and the Orlando Magic. We've seen it time and time again. Is that the flashpoint for Kyler Murray to be like, I can I can move on from this. I can put this away. I, I Much like you need a quarterback, you need a short-term memory. Does he have that? Or is this going to linger over his head and this is his thing? It's still too early to tell. I mean, they had a great run. They struggled towards the end of the season. I don't want to say the Detroit Lions broke the Cardinals, but I think it's pretty clear. <laughs> I think to fucking adds Oh, That's what it is, man. It's just yeah, like exactly. It.
0: That's what it was. I couldn't put my finger but, on it. But, 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 but
1: I mean, historically, we like we've said it. This is a team that played above their weight class early on in the season. Came out, thought they were hot fucking shit. Did, yeah. Did it, they? they play some,
0: a, did they play above it, or like did that? Because it in a super tough division, if not the toughest yeah. division in the NFL at least this year, leads the division for like you know eight or nine weeks until they just go in there uh, their total like tailspin. Like it's like we saw there. Like some teams have, like the Vikings one year, you know, with whatever, like case keeping them like that, that to me is like playing above your punch above your pay grade a little bit. Like, I think uh, we saw a little bit from the Raiders. The Raiders definitely did it this year. Like that, there seemed to be some talent on that team, especially with the addition of Hopkins. And it seemed like they were playing to their ceiling and then they just lost that. What did they lose?
1: Yeah. uh, Yes. Or I think that they reached a level that they hadn't, I think it's where they maybe paying it, punching above their weight class is a little bit of the wrong sentiment. I think it's where they learned, They, they, they reached their ceiling faster than they learned how to maintain it, right? They didn't know how to control it. It's like you got on a, on a horse and you're riding fucking bareback down a beach and you're like, I don't know how to stop. I don't know how to turn. We're just going fucking all gas, no brakes. And I think that's where they reached that, that point where then they fucking hit a little adversity, the Lions. They got a little fucking little bit of issues. Kyler Murray went down with that injury. I think really, truthfully, that injury uh, at the end, I think it was actually the Rams game that second half of the Rams game where he unexpectedly went down with that little ankle foot injury and then missed a few games mm-hmm. right? and they kind of still, you know, they had Colt McCoy yep. filling it. Yeah. All that, just, they were just humming along and they got a little hiccup and they couldn't fucking figure out how to put that magic back into the bottle. And this is where we're seeing it. So this is what I'm saying is like, Ken Kyler Murray and Kling clap figure it out for next season can they recreate that magic or did they just lose it and it's just sand through their fingers and they can't they can't grab it anymore
0: yeah i always wonder when when a team comes on a little bit quicker than they should and they just start cooking with gas and they're just like oh shit i didn't you know it's like driving down a highway and the speed limits all all of a sudden like like speed limit still 80 you look down you go 95 and you're like oh fuck it, i guess i'm just gonna fucking go with it here we go Like, I, I always wondered if, and I'm sure it's the attitude of the coach, and I don't know this coach super well, but it sounds like he – a lot of his seasons kind of fizzle out – if it is this thing where it's just like you start believing in the hype so you're not working as hard that's what i would fear as like a cardinals fan or a team that like gets there a little too quick it's just like you start buying into yourself and then it's not even your target on your back it's not to me because it wasn't like to me that the cardinals were getting everybody's best fucking game mm-hmm. it's more like everybody's just kind of like the cardinals don't belong here and they just kind of like does out. that but yeah you're right i mean there's other things going on we can't overlook the injury i think it just goes down to I know they didn't have DeAndre Hopkins like a key weapon, but they did not look prepared for that fucking game on either side
2: of the ball.
1: No. Yeah. They fucking got punched in the mouth. And I think, I think that's interesting to to look at Uh, That's, that's probably really what it is is like the ability to prepare to block it out and lock in at that next level. Do they have that ability to do that with cliff Kingsbury? We've never seen it. in fact, I think this is all a big shock that they're even in this position that we're talking about this. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh Kyler Murray, we've I've seen him play big games on the college stage. He's played pretty well. This was a horrific game for him and his confidence. Can he put it behind him and just go, you know what? That that was that. That was last season. This is this season. We're moving forward that that. Let's go.
0: That that. You can tell that we're really Really serious because we said Cliff Kingsbury. We didn't make fun of his name. That's how fucking serious. We
1: are. That's fucking serious, Cliff. Cliff, it's if you're it. listening, and I know you are. Fucking put, put you know, K- what's up?
0: Mr. K. Berry. Mr. K. K-, K-
1: right. <laughs> Mr. K. Double
0: K. Old oh, double K. Careful now. <laughs> um, all right, other AFC uh, messed up. We talked Bills Chiefs. Let's talk a little bit. Bengals at Titans. Frisky Bengals team. Bengals team fun to watch. Are we wait to for watch. the other. Sh- are we waiting for the other shoe to drop a little bit? This little Joe Burrow run going too far, or had the Bengals arrived at one of these, you know, top six teams in the league? Oh, it's
1: tough. I don't know. I mean, did we really learn anything against them? It's not like that they blew the doors off of that Raiders team. You know what I mean? Um,
0: it's just it's like here's the thing. Like if this offensive, if they can get to this if they're doing this with this offensive line and this offensive line becomes not a problem. And it's just basically Joe Burrow with his wide receivers, just waiting for them to go man on chase. So he can just like throw one up for grabs, like uh-huh. every time send the blitz. Like if this guy's this smart about reading the coverage and getting it, it's, it's funny. Cause it's a double-edged sword, right? I mean this smart, but it's also like, if the offense becomes this fucking simple <laughs> to where like, if you can't get to me and like, you're playing man, and you try to send the blitz like I'm just going to it gets back to where like, you know, you don't blitz Brady like it right. looks like Burrow might be taking one of those steps with the talent he has to arrive at just one of those quarterbacks. You can't get away from can't get away with blitzing them, even though like your office is lying shitty this year.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. And that that is a scary place to be. If you can't touch them, if you can get it out faster than you can get them, then you're fucking the defense. Like there, there's really nothing that the Tennessee Titans can do. Um, I feel like that this is a great because I, I, I was con that fucking, you know, Bengals uh, home playoff game, role playoff game didn't really matter. First year quarterback uh, in the playoffs. It's going to be tough. Putt. And they drew probably the best opponent that they could have uh, a Raiders team that basically backdoored their way into the playoffs that, you know, for all the things we talked about. Adversity was the overarching theme of the Raiders season. And they still hung within a touchdown and fucking like we talked about the the refs and it's bullshit to call talk about refs and all that other stuff. But, man, it wasn't like they fucking it wasn't like a bill showing. You know what I mean? It was they beat a team that they should be able to beat.
0: Yeah. Yeah.
1: Are the Tennessee Titans going to come in with a week preparation, a week to rest? Derek Henry, humongous X factor. Is he going to be able to play in this game? I, I haven't seen any reports if he's going to come or not.
0: Hey, here's why I throw a little bit more credit to the Raiders though. Like they did come in and it's like they backdoor their way in and they got in there, like whatever, but it was, their strength was supposed to match up well against the Bengals weakness and the Bengals were able to cover up their weakness, and get through it on that. Yeah. Like the battle in the trenches, like the D line versus the other line.
1: Yeah. They weren't even sure. getting to them. No. Yeah. I mean, that's the thing is, is Max, they did a great job of killing Max, uh, Crosby and in, in, in his pass rush and it from there it, it devolved and then they just didn't I mean I will say this that Zach Taylor the head coach we talked about it early uh, off pod is is that they really like they picked they did a very Belichickian thing which is like oh this is your weakness Number 35, that that cornerback we were talking about, they oh, were just yeah, yeah. picking the fuck on. they were, uh, that. They were just yeah. going off on him. They're like, all right, just stop it. We're not gonna do anything overly complicated. But if you can't stop this, we're just gonna keep going into this and we're just gonna target you on every possession. And eventually you're gonna have to pull the guy out. And that's what they did. And that then that put the focus on this, this hash half of the field. And now it's like oh, we can do a little bit of here. We can sprinkle and mix in. We can get T Higgins involved. Tyler Boyd is a great little Uzma. The you know the tight end really kind of came along. So yeah, it's they did a very smart thing of like giving some early confidence to Burrow.
0: All right, Rams at so who do you like in that game? Sorry, let's cover that up real fast. Um,
1: a man, game. what's the line on it right now? It's got to be. Is it minus minus think, three, minus four?
0: I think it's four. Four half. I think, it was half, I think it moved down to four. Yeah. Yeah, um, man,
1: this is a great road game for the Bengals to to steal. If they can get a couple early wins, especially if if, if, if Derrick Henry does not play, I like them because I, I'm not so certain. You know, the the Titans needed like a, a win against the Texans, and they almost let them back in the game in that Week 18 game. I know they're riding a three-game win streak. But they beat the Dolphins, which, as we read later on, was dysfunctional. They beat the San Francisco 49ers. They lost to the Steelers. They beat the Jaguars. Like, their last five games haven't been, like, super-duper impressive. So, I don't know. I like like the Bengals to be able to maybe sneak one out on the road. But I'd, I'd hold my... Is Derrick Henry gonna be back. And it could be the one of those things too where Derrick Henry comes back, everyone overcorrects, and he's just not ready to come back and run on that. And he's not gonna be super Derrick Henry in. Yeah,
0: it'll be interesting. Like I was, times a bit sneaky. Uh, I think they, you know, they beat that 49ers team on a Thursday night game. I nope. think it was like week 16 or whatever. Um, like a like a quiet, I did we talk about this already, like a super quiet one seed, like kind yes. of a just like they got there, nobody quite has the balls to say like they don't deserve it. But everyone's right. feeling like you know that Buffalo KC game is the matchup, like that's the AFC championship. So oh yeah, be, yeah, honestly, I would you know, say that. I'd be, be super interested to see like the energy the Titans come out, that they come out and take care of business. Um, all right, um, we'll get our picks down. We'll, I'll draw picks again. I know I won you guys' money last week because I'm back up to that road to 500, whatever we're calling it. I'm back up. You know what to five on Instagram. Um, all right, Rams and Bucks uh rams got you a believer yet that they can do some damage like these are two teams meeting it seems like in the exact right spot like no one's thinking this is the same bucks team from last year and the rams everyone thinks they're great if we can just see them put it together kind of put it together last week
1: yeah no i, I mean offensively like uh, defensively they look great it's hard to kind of you know want to grade that with an asterisk but um I like, I mean, this is a great thing. I, I really want Stafford to just come in there and have a good game. Rooting for Matt Stafford feels good. That's uh nice. yeah. You, bro. Thank you. Um yeah, I I like I think their offense is a little bit more complete now. Now that they've got Cam Akers, uh, they were good with Daryl Henderson. Sonny Michelle, I don't think it was that great, but Cam Akers gives them a little bit of juice in the backfield that I like, a little extra energy. Uh, and he looked halfway decent in last night's game or two nights ago. Um, but, uh, or last night, uh, defensively, if they can get the pass rush going, you know, they, they're they a little limited. The Bucs are offensively. You know what I mean?
0: It'll be interesting. I mean, there's, you know, you can squeak by on the Eagles and not have all your weapons there. But eventually, you know, if you're playing a team that can put up points, which you all believe, like the Rams can do, like you're going to, Tom Brady's going to need everything at his disposal, including, you know, uh, especially against how, Fastest D can come in on Tom, and I don't think they're going to be afraid of rushing Tom. No. He's, he's going to really want that that uh, jump off that he can have. And uh, Ronald Jones. No, no. Which which ones is he actually using? Running back.
1: Well, there was there was four net, but he didn't play. And then so it'll be interesting to see if he comes back. Ronald Jones played last game, and they've they played once before. So it'll be interesting to see. This is that's a game that Gronk got hurt in, and he got fucking whacked in that game. So it'll be interesting to see uh, if uh, if the Bucks can uh, take them.
0: Yeah, that will be good. Ugh. Man, I just, I can't bet it. Just in case this last game, how much I love the guy now, I'm not going to bet against Tom Brady. So I'm going to let this, just let this one go. I don't want to bet. You just feel dumb betting against Tom Brady. You're just like, what the fuck do you do?
1: Yeah, yeah. Like, Especially no. when you're like, oh, I no, I see the angle. Oh, I see through it. It's like, oh, what are we doing? This is Tom fucking Brady. Fucking stay away from a gambling perspective. Stay away.
0: Yeah. Um, All right, and 49ers at the Packers. Uh, 49ers, everybody's darling right now. Packers favored by five and a half. It has moved up a little bit. It started out four and a half. It's it's ratcheting up. Uh, The big question I think that happened because there's a question about Jimmy Garoppolo's shoulder a little bit heading into the game. Packers got to rest a week. But the question just is is a Packers defense good enough to stop this? Because 49ers have the setup to keep great quarterbacks off the field. And while, you know, last week, We're going against like one of the best quarterbacks in the league. Unfortunately, Dak doesn't seem to have it all together. I mean, this is Aaron Rodgers, arguably like, you know, league MVP this year, best quarterback in the league, at least right now. Like you have to do that, but they can't do that. It would be interesting to see them. I mean, this run, this run offense by 49ers, this seems like a perfect setup for them.
1: No, we're going to be at Lambeau. It's going to be chilly. You know, it's going to be cold. Um Yeah. I mean, and I've talked about this, the, the 49ers are just kind of like next man up. The thing, the biggest question mark that we have is Kyle Shanahan, right? I mean, his decision-making is gets a little white knuckly with some of those play calls, you know what I mean? Late in the half gets a little, little conservative. I'd like to see him like, just keep the throttle down and just go for, go for the jugular. You know what I mean? Because they were really, they were fucking up, what, 16 to seven in, uh, in that game, I would have loved to seen them just continue to just bang on the fucking, uh, the Cowboys there. just That's put true. it yeah. away. I
0: mean, you know, we're a second away from at least one shot to the end zone and yeah. only being like on defense only up by six in a game that feels like you did that. Double- yeah. I mean, it doesn't really feel like the 49ers have that pull away speed. Mm-hmm. Like this isn't that game from, you know, three years ago or whatever, the way the 49ers just fucking stopped the Packers. Was that regular season or postseason? Uh, well
1: yeah. it was,
0: it's like 42 to 10 or something. It was like something ridiculous.
1: Oh, yeah, yeah, I think that was like regular season. Yeah,
0: yeah. it was regular season too, because then they met again in the postseason. The 49ers yep. took their business a the second time. Uh, I'll be going with the Packers on this, though. Again, like, I think I'm, I'm all about great quarterbacks. I just want the best quarterback in each game, which is why that Chiefs-Bills is such a coin flip. All right, um, we got our guests waiting in the lobby. Let's bring him yep. in.
2: Football cards, yeah. I um, I was a big football fan as a kid in the '80s, uh, NFL specifically. Yeah. And um, my one of our little things we did to flirt with the other kids, the other the boys, was we would trade football cards with them during like reading time. You know, the teacher would read to you after recess. Oh yeah. Fourth, fifth, sixth grade. And then we would trade. Um, yeah, so I paid attention. I had all the little plastic helmets like lined up in a row on my bookshelf. Oh, nice! I knew, this, yeah. I knew the <laughs> I knew the teams, oh, and I knew who's good. I collected those you
0: know? those ones that you put like you put like a quarter in, and you get the plastic helmet.
2: Yes, exactly. It's like they're like oh, yay God, big. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: I used to put them on top of my TV to like let them know like what game was going to be playing. Ah i did everything like i don't know if i said this on the podcast before i had like at the age of eight i was doing my parents office pool like i would just do all the teams and what the spread was and then they would bring in the sheet of paper
1: no you've never said this i haven't said this you've never said this have i really not said this you've
0: really not ever said we've talked
1: we've had four years of gambling talk yeah you've never talked about as young brandana (laughs) eight eight years old running the fucking eight years old
0: i would bring it and then they would sit in their initial and then my uh, stepmom would collect the five dollars from each person in their office then i would update all the wins and then she'd go in on monday and update them on what needed to happen in monday night football for the score to do it this is hilarious we're trying to
2: like out uh nfl each other that was like for you that was like the 90s though right that
0: was yeah so i got different
2: so, uh, so teams probably moved around there was there were different stars yeah but I, I mean, didn't I know better, like, what?
0: I got your 80s quarterbacks here. I, I want you to answer some of these 80s I was uh, All
2: right, I was a 49ers fan, so just putting that out there, like, I probably, Perfect. yeah, and, okay. So, yeah, go ahead. We'll, we'll see. We'll see how we okay. do.
0: See how many quarterbacks from the 80s. Let's go. I'm going to give you a team, and then you let me know who is a quarterback. Uh, San Diego Chargers from 1980 to 1987. Uh, Dan Fouts. Yep. Uh, very good. Yep, oh, that works. Got this, oh, this little does – does Pam have it? Does Pam yeah. have it? Yeah, usually I get the one. Very word rarely quiz. does the guest get to take it over. I like it. Um, Houston Oilers, 1984 to 1989.
2: Oilers. I always hated all the Texas teams. I have to say, I didn't really pay attention to Texas. That's right. yeah, I still don't.
1: You got Buddy Buddy Ryan right as a head coach yeah. there. Came over from the Philadelphia Eagles. Got one Warren Moon. Warren, Warren Moon. Moon.
0: Yeah.
2: But that was was that then or was that later? Uh, 80
0: 84 to 89. That's right, born moon. Right in that sweet spot, yeah. Well, oh, okay, uh, all right. Cincinnati Bengals. Is
2: that that redheaded dude?
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I don't know if it's like. Does he? He has. Does he have red hair?
1: I guess technically, yeah. It's it's so you know where like redheads get so light and fair. that's strawberry gone. sort of. Yeah, strawberry. Yeah. But
2: uh, wait, let me think. Not Kurt. Give me, give me something.
1: Um, we refer to, uh, the greatest generations <laughs> as this a derogatory
2: slang for them starts with a B. Ah, boomer sizing.
1: Very good. Yeah.
2: yeah. <laughs> good, good hint. Good. good Is hint, that man. derogatory? I didn't know that.
1: I don't know if it's derogatory or not. I don't know. It doesn't have a good connotation.
2: It ain't a compliment.
1: Yeah. Right. Exactly.
2: <laughs> I mean, to us, cause we know them well, but I think they <laughs> right. think, they're, I think they're proud of it.
0: <laughs> they wear but like I a badge.
2: That's everyone.
0: Yeah. Um, all right. Miami Dolphins, 83 to 89.
2: Oh, well, that's Marino. That's easy. Very good.
0: Philadelphia Eagles, 85 to 89.
2: Eagles. Um, I, might need a, I might need a prompt. Um,
1: am trying to think without totally giving it away. Uh, Is he good? The, he was good.
0: Yes. He ran the ball. He ran the he ball. Ran the ball.
1: Number twelve, um, Happy Days. This is a deep pull. I don't know why I go, went with this. Happy Days. Uh, the the main character. Last his day. his name was last. His last name was in Happy Days. Fonzerelli. No, no uh, oh the other one, not Fonzie. <laughs> the,
2: <laughs> I don't think there's any NFL players I know named uh,
1: Richie Fonzie. Cunningham. Oh uh, Randall Cunningham. Uh,
2: Cunningham. Uh, wow, was that that far back? Okay, that yeah, I can picture that now. But I, yeah, I wouldn't have gotten that. Blind. uh
0: different okay. broncos 83
2: to 89 well i mean i'm from colorado i can give you lots of broncos
0: <laughs> all right give me this El- one I
2: was elway <laughs> they also had the um, the three amigos which was i believe mark oh. jackson uh vance johnson and oh. it was like the trifecta of wide receivers
1: oh my goodness mm. way yeah. back in the
0: day that
2: was Mark in the eighties. You know, I was, uh, I was in a basketball club league and our, one of our big fundraisers was we ran a booth at Mile High Stadium. So every Sunday we had to get up at the crack of freezing dawn and shuttle down an hour from my hometown to the stadium, cook up a bunch of hot dogs, serve up a bunch of drinks in like gloves and mittens in Mile High and then kind of pay attention to the game.
1: <laughs> right that's great i can't think of it the only I, I keep thinking of steve atwater but i know he was a defensive back
2: no rick rick that. rick oh i almost had it um last night of the v I'll, I'll get it right well you can google the three amigos in denver in the 80s and you'll get it but it's mark jackson what did i say vance, vance johnson, johnson and mike somebody mike mike they're like 80, 82, and 84. I remember their numbers even.
0: Is it, yeah, three Check me goes in. Check um, Oh, it's uh, Ricky Natal, Vance Johnson, Mark Jackson.
2: Ricky Natal?
0: N-A-T-T-I-E-L. I don't know. I'm, a ter- I'm terrible with names. Huh. Don't embarrass me on my own podcast.
2: Well, I got the Rick yeah. part right. That's weird. I don't. I must pronounce it differently. I don't remember. Yeah. Okay. okay
0: uh well not the only sport you watch so you want to talk a little tennis do you watch tennis do you play well I just sport? I've listened
2: to a handful of podcasts all right yes I enjoy them a lot I think you guys do a good job you oh, thank you Oh, thank you radio voice and all of that yes so congrats on the on continuing the slog must be not easy one of you is bi-coastal and run in production one of you has got three kids it's a pretty impressive yeah. run. So. Exactly. Kudos. Thank you. Um, you're welcome. Um, tennis. I just feel like you know you guys. You're you're big on the 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 big ones. That that's what you guys like. Oh, yeah, I love. I, mostly-
0: I love this. We had to cover of women's soccer once. I mean, there's definitely. We did like had somebody on to talk UFC. We did auto racing with uh-huh. who you actually know. When we had um, who who we all on that was talking racing. Jay
2: Silver and the race in Baja. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. And the tour
1: yeah, sure. to the, the tour to lemons or the, the yeah, where to mm. race a car under $500. That was uh, that was a wild story. Just hearing about all those like race antics of trying to, you know, patchwork together a car to go out on the open road.
2: Yeah. That yeah I love this. You're one.
0: helping cover the blind spot. Like, so what's going on? Is it tennis? Like, you watch tennis. When does a t- tennis season start? Well, is it all year?
2: Oh, Brandon. <laughs> uh, I mean, oh, Brandana. Um, Yeah, it's like golf. So it's year round and then the majors are peppered throughout the year and there are four just like in golf Mm -hmm. and they have their well, I think in golf, one or two of them rotate locations, right? I'm not totally sure how that works. But anyway, in tennis, it's not. It's the season starts now, which has just started this week as Australian Open. Right. It's the first one of the calendar year. Then the French happens in May. Right. that's
1: That's the clay course one.
2: That's the clay court, right? Yep. Australians hard court, and then Wimbledon is usually <clears throat> around the fourth of July here, yep. um, and that's the grass court one in in mm-hmm. London, obviously. And then uh, the U.S. opens in August, mm-hmm. August September sometime, August September, and that's the hard court also in New York and Queens. Yeah, yeah.
0: Oh yeah, I've been to I've been to the U.S. Open once when uh, <laughs> like four years ago. When? Oh. I remember, I don't remember who won it.
2: But they have tournaments, year, like they have them sort of, they call them like. Well, I don't, I'm, I'm forgetting the term now, but the, uh, they're basically like mini slams, all right. they have like these tournaments throughout the year that lead up. They're kind of like the warm up events. So leading up uh, in the. In the spring in in the states, they have back to back. They have Miami and then they have Indian Wells right here. Palm Springs in the desert. So I've been to that one. That's as close as I've come. I haven't been to a slam yet. I'm jealous. So,
0: like what gets you into tennis? Like, did you play growing up? Is it just something that you just kind of watched? And do you love like the individual athlete portion of it where it's just like me versus you, like versus the team thing? Like what kind of like drew you in initially?
2: I did play growing up. Um, also was a fan of it. Like the personality thing back then was was strong. It was like the Becker's and Agassiz and Sampras and um, Capriati and
1: Monica Seles and
2: Yep Steffi like, Graf. Yep, 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 yep. And I don't know what do I love about it. I love that it's yeah. I like the individual part a lot, and I love how athletic they are without being like, um, how do I say this nicely? <laughs> you know, you don't have to be Chris Evans. You're not going to be a better tennis player if you just like bench press all the live long day. Sure. You got to do everything. You have to be agile. You have to be strong. You have to have a heart like a, I don't know what, like stamina, like mad. I think they said the only sport that's harder mentally and physically is boxing than tennis. Tennis is second.
1: Interesting. That's interesting. Yeah. Because you, you, there were, there was definitely like, I remember I used to watch Wimbledon exclusively because I would be up with my grandparents and they'd turn it on and it was always being the backdrop. And there was definitely like stylistically, I felt like back then in the 90s, maybe in, even in the 80s, there was like a, there was definitely like different styles. Like remember, I don't know if you remember Michael Chang, who was like a very yeah. like side to side and, and just sprinting and just had these like amazing rallies where he would just keep now I felt like, and you might be able to correct me if I'm wrong. I felt like tennis has gone, especially on the men's side, has gone to like like post Andy Roddick, where he had like the 150, 160 mile serves or however fast they're going. Now it's become like a strictly like ace power game, right? Where I don't see I don't know if you have too many of those like Michael Chang's going side to side and and going back and forth like that. It's all kind of like a a little bit more in the same like style play.
2: That's it, yeah. No, it's a good. I don't. I don't. I'm not an expert enough to be able to give you the stats on this, but I think in general, it's agreed that the, especially the men's game. There's been a big focus on serve. Yeah. To try to get a bunch of free points. Um, and and I agree. I the serve game is, you know, crack cracking your serves every time is super boring to watch. Like Isner, don't okay. give a crap about that guy. Sorry. Is not that
1: the guy who's like six ten? Isn't
0: he huge? Yeah,
2: he's, he's a he's a. He, He's also from the U.S. There just hasn't been an exciting U.S. player on the men's side. In a while. Well, I don't know
0: why. I did. I did want to ask about that. Like, is yeah, is just
2: tennis, all Europe these days? It
0: is. Is tennis kind of like boxing, like the sports only is excited as it's like top tier personalities, like the personalities like necessary? You know what I'm saying? Like heavyweight boxing, like just kind of died because you just didn't have those those personalities that flash that sound like. You know, when you first got pulled into it like i recognize all those names but you know that like now just like kind of especially just like if i wanted to root for like an american like i don't I'd be, I'd be i'd be at a loss on the men's side it seems like the women have a little
2: bit more the women have more of that yeah um well i think the game's gotten nicer which is actually maybe bad for sort of the casual fan who wants to see like fist fights and see roll all the time like right I'm
1: still even living off of the, uh, like, are you kidding me? Slogan, I just saw him in a commercial <laughs> with Serena Williams. It's like, dude, you've, yeah. you've been, you've been using that for like 40 years, but yeah. And he I mean, call, I mean, he, he just-
2: called matches he, and he's fantastic at it because he's very raw, sure. uh, but he's also, you know, he's older, so he's not as like nasty, <laughs> but like, no one really tolerates that kind of whininess anymore. Those people get trashed in like in the tennis dialogue what was, your,
0: yeah. what was your side on the williams thing when she went off on the the line judge or the ump or whatever
2: yeah um you know they have all had these like little foul-ups now and then the ones that haven't are basically like fetter and nadal <laughs> who right. just just have almost perfect manners 100 percent of the time it's like it's almost baffling um and Uh, yeah what was my take on that I mean yeah she got accused
0: of like it was she got called out for cheating which is you can't take like any sort of signals from your coach in the stands and then she goes off like how she never would and then just kind of like turns it did she have two wasn't there one with that and then didn't she go off on the girl or was it just that one was she just going off on the I thought she went off on the ump on a call on a
2: call she did she did that was a few years ago yeah that was that was unfortunate you know I don't know. I don't mind
0: people like, oh, I don't know if you've heard this episode of the podcast, but like my take on people shaking hands, like after a match, I don't care. Like, you ain't got to do that. Like, just you kick my ass. Like, what do we got to high five about it? Like I'm out. I'm the same thing. If you got to break a racket every now and then, and just to let some steam out just because you're like, I'm fine with it.
2: They do that and they can, and they can get away with that to some degree. It's like in NFL, can you, can you do a backflip in the end zone and not get fined $10,000? Yeah. Right. You can still do you automatically get fined for a flip? I mean, it's like, it's get like excessive, close. right? Yeah.
1: Yeah. It all depends. Yeah. It uh, used example
2: to kind of, of be more strict. Right. And then it right. was like kind of ridiculous. Like you can't dance. You can't, you can't celebrate. You can't like, you know, thrust your chest out at the crowd. <laughs> right. like,
0: yeah. Or an opponent. Like if you did a backflip in front of an opponent, it was just like, yeah, I just flipped on you. Then you would definitely get fined.
1: You, you get a, yeah, you get flagged <laughs> for sure. The taunting rule was a little egregious this year
2: yeah okay well i you know i think these athletes maybe you at your level of tennis you want to just flip the guy off and walk away brandon no
0: i have my level (laughs) the pros
2: like these guys hang out year round like they're in the locker room together year in and year out they don't hang out with anybody else but their little pods and the other players like they're on the road 45 weeks of the year so I think, yeah, they have feelings for each other. And they played in the junior leagues together. They've known them since, each other since they were 12. They trained in Spain or they trained in Miami together. And so I don't think, like, you, I kicked your ass and you like me or you don't like me. But, like, at the end of the day, I think there's, like, a lot of. There's... Yep, I'd be
0: the bad boy at tennis. Just got to yeah, get be. good at tennis real quick. Okay, so if <laughs> there's one, if I want to start watching more tennis, what's the one thing I should watch this year coming up?
2: Well, watch the Australian Open, because this one's news newsworthy for all kinds of reasons. Yeah, and I was
1: going to say Djokovic. Djokovic
2: and just, yeah, that whole thing aside, he's not my favorite guy, but he's obviously amazing to watch. But I've been rooting for Nadal forever, and Djokovic finally leveled the Grand Slam total with Nadal and Federer. So they each, and by the way, golden age of tennis in the 80s, which it felt like it was, this is it. Like, we're in the midst of a tennis era that will never We'll never see again in our lifetime. Ooh, it's insane how dominant on the men's side these three are. They've just won almost everything for like 20 years.
0: Right. Yeah. So are they like, are they trading off chips? Is there one that's obviously better than the other that like, is it, or is there one guy that's always winning silver? The other guy's always winning bronze.
2: No, they trade it. They, they're 20 a piece in, ma- in majors. Djokovic wow. is the strongest as of late because he's the youngest, I think, by a year under Nadal and then, like, a few years under Federer. Federer's 40, 41 now.
1: Which is insane considering how youthful tennis has been forever, right? It was a young man's, like, you peaked it in your, like, mid-20s and now he's playing, like you said, 40-ish, 44, somewhere he's in there? Four,
2: no, he's 40. I believe he turned 40 last summer. Oh, So, okay. yeah, this, this but that's season is 41. Yeah, yeah. he's yeah. not playing in the Australian. He's very selective now. He plays Wimbledon sure, and, and plays the U.S. Open if he's not injured, but he doesn't I don't think he's even bothering with the French anymore. Ra- Nadal wins the French every year, almost every single year. Right. <laughs> like insane.
0: Why, did, why does he dominate that one specifically?
2: Play courts is what they play on in Spain and France. And that's, that's where he that's, grew up. He's Spanish.
0: Is that speed? Play is no, ex- it's
2: slower. And so the rallies are longer. Um, it favors people who can like move and just like go 20, 30 hit rallies.
0: Okay. There's not a
2: lot of aces. There's not as many aces as there is in the hardcore game.
0: Okay. Mm -hmm. So to play tennis together, if I want to play tennis with you, do I have to be able to overhand serve? I think we've talked about this. That's just like, how what level of talent do I need to get to? Are we talking about, I guess, spend a weekend on it?
2: You're talking about matching me or like, what's the rules for like a friendly game of tennis? Like, like,
0: Yeah, just a friendly game, like that match you. I don't want to beat you. I'll get there.
2: You, you can enough. serve however you want. Like I'm right.
0: not gonna.
1: She's like, you should take a pickleball, Brandon. That's what you should do. <laughs> I,
0: I, I want to know like what level to get at to where we're at least breaking a sweat, or like I'm not wasting your time out there being like shit. So I just gotta be able to like, because I, I think naturally I'll want to swing too hard and then I'll just send it sailing. So it's mm-hmm. all about like kind of bringing that ping pong style
2: into it. Was a thing called ratings in tennis? So it's on like at a one to seven scale, like in a, increments of half, like point fives. Yeah. Like Do you right have Like, what?
1: Do you have a rating?
2: No, no, no. Oh. Well, you can kind of self-rate. Okay. Uh, you know, there's like certain things that match each rating. Um, But my kids, for example, are are in level 2.0 class, which is like basically like they know how to hit the ball. They know how to connect with the ball now. They sure. don't hit it over the net. They know the general rules. But beyond that, no, they're not going to get in rallies. They can't serve it properly, you know. And okay. seven is like the pros. So... There's your, most so people probably sit between three and four, like in gotcha. the three and fours. Like that's casual, let's go hit the ball.
0: What if I have a really good looking headband? Is that like an extra half point? <laughs> like the style points at all? A wristband out.
1: game is on point?
2: I like, I like a good terry cloth look. That's, uh, I'd give you, yeah, I, I'd say oh, that. I mean, on. certainly, yeah, I'll, I'll probably smile more and maybe, miss the ball more because i'll be look at, looking at the headband maybe <laughs> possible oh,
0: Sky plan um all right well thanks for hopping on like digging on the tennis that was awesome uh you stick around and judge the neapolitan showdown real fast you got time okay all right bring us to the jam so let's leave it alone because
1: we can't see eye to eye there ain't no good guy very
0: idea policy showdown we're doing top three things from childhood that blew our minds um all right you sent this over Pam. you can judge for us we're basically going to take it from three all the way to one you'll judge after each round the third one we're going to say our weakest will build up to number one now you sent me this ma uh i like it we didn't talk a lot back and forth about it so it's interesting to see if it's like kind of event specific to you if it's kind of like you know like world events everyone can like relate to, like just kind of like what exactly it was. So why don't you give me your three coming out of the game? Tell me a little bit about what you were thinking first without spoiling, because my list is locked in. So- Your list is locked in, which list? is good. Yeah.
1: And, I, and, I, and I'm and I i glad you
0: are. Yeah, we were talking about,
1: we were on one of our text threads, Pam, we were talking about, I'll use the example because I'm it's not in mine. But basically like we had a friend who grew up on the West Coast who never had the experience of seeing the ticker of your school come across when you had a snow day you know, that school closing ticker and like the, just the rush of adrenaline you felt as a kid. So we're like, what is that, you know, for kids, what other events are like that, where it's like, mm. man, that
0: was like a touch point of mm-hmm. uh, just, just being fired up for That's true. like, so, so much excitement that you're just like, I didn't know as a human, like I could yeah. experience this much joy in this little amount of time. My well, head's going to explode. So, yeah, I, I, feel, I feel you bro.
1: Yeah. So for my number three, And I, I've talked to a few people. I don't know. I, I I don't know where people were on Friday nights, but in like August, right before school started, there was always like a preview on like either ABC or NBC or CBS of their fall lineup. They would have a big like event clip show. They show sometimes Saturday morning cartoons. They'd show, you know, I'd see the different upcoming TV shows for, you know, TGI Friday, like TGIF all those videos coming up, all those TV shows coming up. And that for me was like, there was no better TV than that. The, we always joke in my house because when we go on like Netflix, we just like to watch the trailers. We don't actually like watch the show. We'll just burn through trailers. That for me was like the pure bliss of like, Oh man, like we're going to see a, like another season of like, who's the boss or like, you know, another season of a perfect strangers. Like what is, (sighs) cousin larry appleton gonna do and this is always like exciting especially then the new shows you know um, the dinosaur show like that was like holy crap this is oh yeah real
0: deal television we've entered in and that's a know, good one I- I can't remember what it was. was. It like was it half an hour long? That was just kind of like just a pre, like little sections from everything. You were it to felt say it
1: felt like four hours to me. It was forever. I don't know. <laughs> it it, I couldn't part. I couldn't get enough of it because they would cover everything and, and and anything. And there was probably so many bombs. And they would always highlight like that, like that, that uh station's like star. You know what I mean? They always like hosted yeah. the show. It was great. I loved it.
2: Can I? I know this isn't the format, but I'm, I'm just curious. What was your favorite show in that? that
1: oh in era. that era oh TV man tv show I mean it was big on uh step by step in that era right yeah. I love that that led into oh, what was before that step by step
0: well that, I uh, mean that was the that was the full house family matters step yes
1: family matters thank you that was a family matters mm. full house like that whole run okay and and they're the fourth show like that
0: fourth slot they always fucked around with like hanging with mr cooper or like what they're just trying to get like something
2: like this like middle school elementary school yeah
1: middle middle school squarely middle school for me yes but it was for me it was the unveiling of like all the like the dinosaur show like the cartoons like superpowers like wwe or wwf had a like a wrestling show like super buddies or something like that it was fantastic
0: yeah, no, that's that's good. I do, I do remember kind of that that anticipation, sitting down, like seeing everything coming up, because that's also pre-internet too. So you're not looking up, and you're just like, "Oh shit!" Like this is back for another season. Like I'm I'm gonna. I
1: have I have no thing. idea what's coming up, and I and I and I've no I've heard no trailers. I've seen nothing yeah. about it. I'm yeah. just unveiling it right in front of me, man. It is exciting.
0: I love it. Um, all right, my number three is this is specific. I remember getting taken out of school early one day. I don't remember why because uh, I think my parents had to. I don't discuss something, but they had to take us out of school. Um, Brought us to Chuck E. Cheese, and just the feeling—the feeling of getting out of school early, and that car pulling up to Chuck E. Cheese, and getting handed like ten dollars, and getting that little holster that kept all the tokens, and just like—and it's also it's school hours, so it's like you know two thirty, so it's fucking empty. So you just got like your run and all these games with all the tokens there, like just going out of your mind, like eating the pizza. The pizza was fine, but it's more just like the entire experience, like getting all the soda you can, like trying to be Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Also, I love Chunky Cheese just for the birthday cake. They had the best birthday cake. Side story, I think I said it on this pod before. Went in there by myself, or I think it was there with my girlfriend, but not with any parent at the age of like 17, because it was my 17th birthday and I wanted to get a cake. And they don't uh, – they frowned on coming in there without kids. So they wouldn't, yeah. they wouldn't let us in there because it was just, you know, it's two older teenagers like trying to get in there and eat the birthday cake. I just love that ice cream birthday cake. But, uh, yeah, my number three spot is a surprise Chuck E. Cheese visit midday instead of school.
1: I, you, you hit me with those tokens, too, because there would be like a nice thin layer of grime from those tokens. Then you yeah. go diving into fucking birthday cake and pizza. Man. Our yeah, systems are I rocking. think it was before.
0: I, germs didn't exist in the late 80s. They I think did not. It the no, no. Yeah. Uh, alright, who, who wins that round?
2: Pam. Oof. That's a tough one. Mostly because I don't remember that whole lineup of TV announcements.
0: Like how we're leaning. Like- and also,
2: I never went to Chuck E. Cheese on the school day. Well, <laughs> yeah,
1: that's alright. <laughs>
2: so- <laughs> uh but i can relate more to the excitement of for what was, us was called showbiz pizza which morphed into chuck oh. e cheese
0: pizza there we go point one to me i do remember show, showbiz was the gorilla uh i grew up with showbiz and then it morphed into chuck e cheese i think it's owned by the same company there you go there's some um
1: there's still a chuck e cheese by the way it's out there oh, yeah. there's one there's one nearby us oh it, you don't need I,
2: to tell me that <laughs>
1: Oh, have you have you been recently?
2: Oh, it's a nightmare. It's like back in my life. Oh yes, <laughs> it's I don't not think nearly it's- the story that Brandon. Re- it's oh, all now. It's all first of all, it's all game cards. It's all swiping. Yeah, yep.
1: yeah, and
2: yeah. Uh, yeah, and I don't want to go there on Saturdays for a seven-year-old birthday party.
1: No, the the presence of a security officer with a gun really kind of dampens <laughs> the mood. Where that's where one us we went, and I was like, man, it's intense in here. Who's getting rowdy at a uh, Chuck E. Cheese? That's what I want to know.
0: That's an intense hang. Um, all right, two spot. What do you got?
1: Number two. Um, Friday was in our house as pizza night, and pizza always goes along with blockbuster video. So going to blockbuster video. That's very nice. And walking the aisles. I had we had a. I had my methodology down and everything. I started in the new releases. I would start because they were all alphabetical, and I would just work my way, and I would pick. And hold on to my we always would have a cap usually it was two depending if there was a special he might have got like a an extra night on one of them so you got the three but usually it was two so we get through there and i just go through and it would just be a like a just a like a weighing a balance of like oh nope i don't know if you know i don't know if this movie is going to pan out so i'm going to put this one back oh this is this this has got tom hanks in it i'm sticking to this one he's my go-to guy i can't i can't Joe versus the volcano. I'm not losing on this one. You know what I mean? Like you just go through there and there was no better feeling. And there would, there would be between my brother. Cause he, my dad didn't care, but between my brother and I, who was six years younger, there was always a battle because I yeah. wanted more of like the PG 13 plus And he wasn't old enough to sit in on that. So we definitely, I did definitely have to spin it a little bit.
0: That's giving me some flashbacks too. Cause I think I remember with my brother. So definitely remember this. I remember this super way back. Like it was called video trend like I think it was before blockbusters and it was like a smaller one, but I remember cause I think the rule was me and my brother got three movies between the two of us. So we each got to pick one. And yeah. then we had to agree on that third,
1: a lot of all- horse trading going on there. Like, a lot of, I a mean, lot of I negotiation. Mean,
0: I like your, you got to reserve it. You can't get too crazy because if you start walking through there and the workers see you with like six, you're going to get called out. But you can kind of like, you can reserve the one and then kind of change your mind later because you don't want to come to that. The desperation of like Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles just coming out on video and walking up to the clerk's desk being like, did anybody like return to Teenage Ninja Turtles? There's none on the shelf. Oh Is there on in that little box there? The and desperation
1: like, oh, right. of like picking up the sleeve and nothing being behind it was yeah. like, seven, like, wait, this can't be right. I see 400 copies of (laughs) Casino, and this you're telling me
0: (laughs) Casino? casino. Yeah. Wish that was true. Uh, My number two spot, mine's in this movie realm too, and it's a specific movie. A specific movie. I was gonna say Jurassic Park, but I remember there's a movie that all the commercials, and it seemed like forever because, you know, I was, like, seven years old, so it might as well have been, like, these commercials rolling for, like, a full year before this movie came out, getting, like, the cups they had, like, waiting for, like, the day of to go to this movie, and it finally came out, and we got to go. I'm talking about Batman Returns. Batman Returns was, I think, like, Pizza Hut had the cup, and you would see the previews for it, and it's Michael Keaton back, and you got a little Danny DeVito as it, and it just kind of looked creepy and, like, scary. It had Catwoman, and I remember, like, when we finally got to like go to the theater. Like, I think I remember like, like running through the parking lot up to like get to the theater. Cause it was just like, I so excited to see this movie. Cause I mean, it was like, you know, is it, back when you first got, I mean that's when advertising really started cooking and like, everything's yeah. like kind of tied in together and it was just like Batman returns everywhere. And I, I had to see it. And then I got to
1: No better than the the cups of product placement. You, you go and get all the collectibles, whether it be McDonald's or all that stuff was beautiful. I, it didn't matter.
0: I, you didn't want to. It didn't matter. Eat there. Like the Flintstones came out, and it was just like, can we go to Pizza Hut every weekend? Cause yeah. It was just like, I need to get one more of those, like little Flintstone cups. I, I'm, I I'm light set. a Wilma. I need it. I'll do more dishes. Let's go. I need the set. Let's go. Like I said with the football cards, need the whole set. Yeah. The whole set. How do you judge it, Pam? Uh,
2: blockbuster.
0: That's right.
1: Yeah. There's no, there's no, but I like, really, that's just such a
2: vivid memory. memory. I think for every kid who was not driving or even was driving, but I remember being driven there and like the anticipation of like it's Friday, we get to go home and our friends coming over we're having a slumber party or we're having whatever, yes. and we're going to watch movies. We're gonna make popcorn. And, yeah.
0: yeah.
1: Drink soda. That's it's awesome.
2: Here. Drink some soda.
0: I like when you got like a bag full for like those summer parties if you were allowed to get like you know like five or six movies because we had the fifty cent movie or the forty nine cent movies at Hastings and you got so many like you wanted to forget like all the movies that you brought up it was just like oh what did I grab that? oh I did grab it like let sort of it all right that's a good one no you won we got it all right top spot what do you have
1: <laughs> my number
0: one yeah
1: there's no better feeling we talked about school this this made me think about it but there was no better feeling this almost might be might be double dipping but I'm gonna I'm gonna lay it out there. When you walked into, whether it be, this is more of like an elementary school feel, but when you walked in there and there was a substitute teacher and then you looked over and there was that <laughs> rack, that tray the with the TV and the VCR in there and you're like, oh, we're watching a movie today. Yeah. We are watching a movie. They're going to pop something in there. I don't know what it's going to be, yeah. but it doesn't, we ain't learning a
0: thing today. We're doing uh, nothing. Uh-uh. See it Robert Williams' latest movie or whatever with yeah, that. TV I'm getting some Patch was,
1: Adams. Let's do this thing.
0: That was ratcheted on top of that thing, like rolling in there. Oh, man, the only yeah. that's a dynamite one. The only the only thing that makes that better is when you walked in the classroom, didn't realize the substitute teacher was there that day. And then the TV would come in after you. Like you'd be sitting there for a few minutes. Like it might as well have been like Oprah and just like, and you get a day off and you get a video and you get a video. (laughs) That's, that's a dynamite. Yeah. That's, that is the ultimate. I, I almost want to forfeit, but I'll get my number one. My number one is with the bullet. I don't know if there's any more exciting time than I had this. I knew it was coming and to pull out that wrapping paper and to see that it actually happened when I got my super Nintendo, like it's holiday break you know exactly how you're spending the next like 216 hours and it's gonna be like burning like the tv (laughs) on into your eyes sitting this close like trying to be super mario world forever and it's a two-player game so like your brothers it's not about like going back and forth you guys can you know play on the same team one's mario one's luigi it's all figured out like and it's just like off to the races and i almost said nintendo but like i don't know if i really got what nintendo was or all of it could do and i just remember like wanting super nintendo knowing super nintendo was gonna come and then just like knowing my parents weren't gonna do shit because i think it was also like i finally at that age you had like your own tv in your room so it was it wasn't like you know the news is coming on the parents actually shut it off like it's just up in your room super nintendo got as a gift that feeling
1: yeah their their gift was not seeing you for 216 hours too <laughs> they're like you're gone it's fine i don't care what Every, happens to those little eyes
0: everybody wins yeah exactly <laughs> Uh, all right pam who's your winner number one and overall
2: i don't know guys uh um yeah that the so the the first one most awesomes i have a very similar recollection of that i'm older than you guys so ours was the week in school when the apple 2e C wheeled into our classroom which meant we all got to play Oregon Trail that day ooh
1: or did you, you all got <laughs> to die And then it was gone
2: again for 2 yeah. months cuz it had to go to the other 20 classrooms before we got it back again that was the oh, roaming yeah. single school pc oh wow and playing Oregon Trail that was like my yeah
0: did you okay, guys library? Did you guys library have Word and Trail? I remember like going to the library there was like two computers but you could sign up for computer time. To play.
2: Uh, one. I don't think we had a computer in our library. I mean, it was just that little window of time where people just you didn't have multiples of those yet. It was yeah, like a decade later.
1: Yeah, we yeah. had uh we had the library. You could go in there. You could sign up for it. You could play uh yeah, that was a good time. Oh, I'm trying to think of what other games.
2: So, uh, there's,
1: there's like a there's like definitely like a math game that was it was hmm. learning based oh, yeah they're all learning.
0: there do was you like remember grandma's- carmen san diego yeah oh carmen san diego that's the other one for sure where the world's carmen san diego there was a like i think it was called like grandma's attic like you basically just i think it trained you to be like an interior decorator not kidding i think it was like a, i think like an early early like the sims without people in it like you just took furniture and you just like <laughs> rearranged it and all that's these hilarious
2: rooms. i'd yeah. like to see I that name
0: pam name uh, your winner who wins
2: i had to pick a winner
0: yes that's you do how pam wins.
2: I can't make you like do last off the top of your head one. Cause yeah, I don't know. Do yeah. Cause little... Brandon, I, so yours is like, yeah, I had the same thing with our gaming system, but like, eh. So I think like, this is sort of like a speed round. You got to come up with one real fast. And I'm just going to go with my gut fast.
0: Again, one, one last Four. memory from childhood real fast. Yep. That made you feel, uh, insane with, um, I will. Okay, there's this memory one time when we came home and we thought we were going to hamburger helper but like the meat had gone bad and we didn't realize so we got to order a pizza. And I remember <laughs> just being like, yes, like you're going from thinking that you're having <laughs> like the beef stew hamburger helper to like a pizza show, hopefully with the Flintstone glass. So yes, yeah. that was my the surprise t-
2: pizza t- on a oh, non-friday night got I could, I, yeah
1: i could do i could do a very similar one to that one i'll i'll throw this is not mine I, i'm gonna go with uh school gets out early dismissal early dismissal for like fall or or winter break but it's bookended with like a party someone's bringing in cupcakes another kid's parents brought in cookies we're just gonna sit again uh, you can see a theme in my life Pam, i hated learning so i was yeah. like we're not we're not learning anything in class at all today but we're yeah. getting pop we're getting soda we're getting <laughs> cupcakes and cookies and um, then we're going on break
0: yeah the full break. the full day of school that turned into like a half day yes. like we're going to cram in like this little half lesson yep. before lunch and after lunch it's just gonna you know, let her hair down
1: everyone write their letters for like an hour and then it's party time yeah. baby
2: uh, so quick quick fire that's got to go to most awesome all sorry right. Brianna yeah that's yeah. uh you know surprise uh unusual out of the routine day at elementary school yeah, that's yeah. a great day Nothing better
0: he's playing a lot of a lot of the same notes about not one. Yeah, to get yeah. school but, yeah, yeah. Uh, that's all right yeah. I, well, I I the other one I
1: was thinking about was when uh, the, my mom routinely was the cook in our house for for dinner one i forget what it where she went out of town i think she went to go actually her visitor's sister in denver colorado where she was living went to go visit so then it was like all right well, what are we going to eat for dinner and she had like laid out all the stuff for us to eat my dad's like i'm not doing any of this it's burger king time and we're like what Ooh. we're doing burger king yes yeah. and that was, that was yeah. my dad saw me eat a whopper and he's like i don't think you can eat that whole whopper and i, <laughs> and I ate that whole whopper
2: <laughs> you showed him
1: exactly
0: uh well thanks for talking, okay, guys on. That was a lot thanks
2: of fun. thanks for the invite lots of fun absolutely thanks for coming on. on we okay.
1: appreciate okay.
2: it go chiefs go chiefs playing to the right crowd <laughs> um all right
0: bro well we uh that puts us at an hour we'll do the we can do the over-unders next week yeah yeah we could do that okay. for okay. sure yeah. this still be fresh enough I want to hear us gamble guys yeah. this has been it may be sports podcast episode two want to thanks Pam for swinging by a lot of fun talking tennis Uh, really got a nostalgic tip like that it's a good time Uh, real fast finisher with our MVP of the weeks my boy Tom Brady the goat Mm -hmm. um, saw this sign it's a little 10 year old I should look up his name I'll put it on Instagram it said Tom Brady you uh, helped me survive brain cancer which is uh, wild and then Tom Brady sends him a little video and gives him two tickets to the Super Bowl so maybe it's more than two tickets I don't know
1: Yeah, he said something about the family. That was a fucking dust-filled moment. Boy, there's just
0: something about Tom, man. It's just like, I don't know, that guy really is growing on me. Like, I just like
1: Welcome. Welcome to this side of the (laughs) table. I love Tom Brady. Yes. Um, I'm gonna stick with the NFL too. Um, I don't know if you saw this or not. The the head coach for the Raiders, Rich uh Visacha. I'm gonna pronounce, I'm gonna butcher his name. Sorry, Rich. But you see him after they lost, obviously, to the Bengals, him writing a handwritten note to every one of those players, thanking him and going over what he thought that they did and all their hard work and all his appreciation for it. Uh, There's a picture of him, like, going through all of it with his little readers on and writing those handwritten notes. I thought that was really great considering what a tough season the Raiders had in general and him having to step in there. There was another scene with, like, Zay Jones that they picked up on the sideline where he was embracing with them and Zay Jones pulled him. He's like, Hey, I just want to tell you a player telling the coach, I think you're doing a great job. I really think you're doing awesome. Like just obviously like, I don't know if, you know, he's long for the head coaching world of the Raiders, but you know, yeah. when we see like that, you're like, that's what leadership is. And that's what like someone who really cares and gives a shit, you know, about it. So I, I thought yeah. that was awesome.
0: That's great. I do love that too. Cause you just don't, you don't know how many opportunities you're going to get. And it's not about him. Like, stumping or campaigning for the job it was right. just like i'm in this moment like and if there's one guy that's been with him in the leadership position the entire time like it's been this guy you know like yep. like love it love hearing yeah. that but he hasn't not gotten the job right i mean he hasn't been let go i know they got ready he, no he camp. hasn't
1: no, no no there's definitely a lot of rumors about my boy harbaugh coming to the raiders oh. old mark davis gonna fucking break out the fucking brink's truck for harbaugh that's what they're saying a little Harbaugh. little rumor.
0: Would Harbaugh want to go? It just seems like he's got Michigan closer to where he wants him, right? I don't know. Michigan. I hope
1: so, yes. He's still on the recruiting trail, so everyone's – a lot of chatter, but no one knows a fucking thing oh, yeah, on it, you know.
0: Yeah, we got the we got the transport portal. Seems to take care of everything. Guys, it may be sports podcast, episode 202. Shoot us an email. It may be sports podcast at gmail.com. Thanks again, Pam, for jumping on. I'm Brandon. I want you to sign yourself off. Most awesome.
1: Folks, this here is the duess Mabikina. We call it the pod machine.
0: Wonder. Runway, style, fame.
1: She likes gushing.